Hallelujah. Just worship Him. Hallelujah. 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 Bless your holy name, O oh God. Yes. Yes. Lord, we thank you, O oh God. We bless your holy name, O oh Lord. For you are Lord God Almighty. We thank you, Lord, that you see us for who we are. You saw past our faults and you met our needs. We thank you, O oh God. Minister to us, Lord, on this morning. Speak to our hearts right now. Lord, I pray, let it be all of you, Lord, none of me to come to preach your word to your people. Speak now, Lord, for your servants are listening. Amen. Amen. Oh, glory be to God. In Acts, the 27th chapter, looking at verses 21 to 26, reading from the New Living uh, Translation. Going to jump back, if you will, to look at uh, verse uh, 20. Starting there at verse 20. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation of Acts 27, chapter, verses 20 to 26. Amen. Looks like we're all there. If you're not there, say, hold on. I'll hold on. Amen. We're taking a break. Uh, from James on this morning, going to look at Acts 27, chapter, uh, verses 20 to 26. The Word of God says, The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars, until at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss. But take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid. Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said. But we will be shipwrecked on an island. Oh, glory be to God. You may be seated as you take your seat. Let me announce this to your neighbor. Tell them how I made it through. Amen. Amen. Don't leave anybody left out. Look at your other neighbor. Tell them the same thing. Tell them how I made it through. Yes, yes. Uh, the Lord places upon my heart as looking at this text on how I made it through. Has anybody had, if not, you might experience just a week of news upon news upon news that was heavier than the first one that weighs you down. Just when you thought you was going to make it, you had another news. 
And then you say, well, I can handle that. Then you get another phone call and something else comes in. And you get to the point that you're so overwhelmed, you're so weighed down with burdens and stress that you start thinking, will I even make it? Mm. Looking at this text, you see it right there, verse 20, that all hope was gone. They got to the point that we haven't seen the sun. (laughs) We haven't seen the stars. I don't know if we're going to make it. Also, it says they haven't eaten in days. So not only do they not have the stars or the sun to see, but they also have not eaten, which means they don't have the strength or the energy to even put up with the storm that they're fighting. Some of y'all may look at this and say, what does the stars and the sun have to do with anything? They're sailors. They navigate by the lights. The storm was so heavy, they don't know where they are. They don't know if they're going north. They don't know if they're going south. They don't know if they're going east. They don't know if they're going west. But what they do know is that they're caught in the middle of a storm wondering, will they ever make it through? Mm, mm. But in the midst of them, in the midst of them, there's one person, there's one person, there's one person that's not worried about will he make it through. Why is that? Look closely here. He says, you should have listened to me the first time. Uh, The first time he let them know, I can see there's a storm coming. Y'all might want to winter here before we go on. But they said, nope, we can make it. So they went on. Now they're in trouble. But look what happens the second time Paul talks to them. Not only does Paul speak from his own understanding of how they should have sailed, he now speaks on authority of what God said. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all quiet on me. They didn't listen when Paul spoke, but they going to listen when God speaks. Paul said it. They said, that's just Paul talk. He a prisoner. He, he don't want to go to jail, so he trying to hold it out until he gets there. But now Paul's in the middle of the storm with them. Let him know. He said, listen to me in the first place. You wouldn't be in this mess and caught and, and have all this loss. But yet an angel of the Lord of whom I serve. He qualified to let them know that the God I serve, the one I'm in chains for, the one I am bound for, the one who's trying to, y'all trying to trial me for, is preaching about the one many are trying to kill me for this same Lord whom I serve sent an angel to be beside me while y'all worried about the storm what I like about this says it was beside him (laughs) going back to the weight that comes upon us in lives and the stress that comes upon us in life don't you want somebody to be beside you isn't it a lot easier to share weight with someone that can carry the weight. Let me say that again. Isn't it so much easier to share weight with someone who can carry the weight? I'm going to say that again. Uh, isn't it easier to share weight with someone who can carry the weight? Because there's many people that are going to try to share weight, but they can only help a little bit. Which means you're still carrying most of the weight. Anybody been there before? You're moving in. And, they, and you're going up the stairs, and you're at the bottom of the stairs, and they're not holding their weight, and you're about to fall down the stairs because they're not helping you out. They're, they're pushing, not pulling. Y'all lost on me, huh? Let me help you out. You know, gravity works against you going down the stairs with heavy objects. So that person not able to hold it up and hold it towards their chest, and they're pushing down on you, that means you got all the weight on you. They said, might as well let go. 
Because you can shorten slide it down the stairs a lot easier than somebody holding it up by your head about to knock you out. It's so much easier when someone can carry the weight. They can bear it a lot easier. They're in this moment and in this time that hope is gone. Y'all see that in the text? Hope is gone. They see no light. They see no way out of the storm. I'm here by to stop by to let somebody here know this morning that just because you're in the storm don't mean you have to stay in the storm. I'm here to encourage somebody today, let you know you might be in the storm, but you don't have to stay in the storm. I, I know it seems dark. I know it seems bleak. I know it seems heavy. And you're thinking, how am I going to make it through? Just wait till God speaks. See, see, they, they were lost, but yet they weren't lost. Because on the boat was an angel of the Lord. Just because they did not see him does not mean God was not moving. I'm here to encourage somebody. Just because you're in the storm and it seems like you don't see God does not mean that God is not seeing you. (laughs) And since God sees you, he knows what to do to help you get through the storm that you're in. They didn't see the angel. But yet the angel told Paul that they're going to make it through. And so Paul, being the messenger, lets them know that don't worry about it. Yes, we are going to suffer a shipwreck, but nobody's going to be lost. Oh, glory be to God. Let's look at this. They are lost in a storm. No direction. Do not know where they are going. Feeling like they're not going to make it. But yet an angel of the Lord stood by the side of Paul. Now, this is very encouraging to find out that Paul is on a mission to go speak to Caesar. And God encourages him and and confirms upon him and reaffirms him that you will surely stand trial before Caesar. This is good news to Paul. Think about it. That Paul is in prison and he's happy to be in prison. It don't make any sense to some of us. But to Paul, it made plenty of sense that he's happy to go preach Christ to Caesar, even though he's in chains. And God lets him know you're going to be able to complete your mission. But look what happens here. Paul is able to be be consoled that he's able to make it because someone's by his side. Going back to that burden that was on you, that stress that was on you. The only reason why you made it because it was God that was carrying you. Y'all quiet on me. You thought you were carrying the load. You thought you were bearing the load. But the reason why you are here, because God was carrying you as you thought you were carrying the load. You wouldn't be here if it was not that God that gave you the strength. It was not God that gave you the support. It was not God that who you are standing on that brought you this far. Because if it was left up to you, you would have left, left and fell out a long, long, long time ago. But God has enabled you, oh, glory be to God, to make it this far. Paul was here on this boat and said, because of the angel of the Lord is by my side. Oh, glory be to God. It was by my side. Anybody here can testify if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Oh, Paul wrote that song long time ago. It was the Lord on my side. I I knew we're going to make it through this storm. How'd I made it through? 
How did I make it through losing what I've lost? Suffering what I suffered? If it had not been for the Lord on my side. How do I make it? My children getting on my last note and I'm about to lose my mind. If it had not been for the Lord on my side. How do I lose it? Going into my job and my boss again is going to let me know that he has no work for me. So I got another day with no pay. If it had not been for the Lord on my side. Because we read some stories that when someone goes to the workplace and they lost their mind, we see some loss of life. And we see how great it is that God kept us because we know we sometimes think those things. Watch out, somebody. Y'all quiet on me. It's all right. But yet we think something because we live in a wicked world that the enemy is trying to do all he can to remove hope from those who have hope. Because our hope is in Jesus Christ. And since our hope is in him, the enemy is doing all that he can to block us from seeing the light. (laughs) Y'all see that there in the text, right? That they could not see the sun, they could not see the stars. So once they could not see any light, all hope was lost. Y'all understand that when you see light, you have hope. I guarantee if I put you in a dark hole and you start seeing light, you're going to go towards the light. Because you say, if there's some light coming in, there must be some light out there. And where there's light, there's sun, there's stars. I want to be there. How much more in our lives that we want to be the, by the light? Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And so we need to draw closer to him. In the midst of trials and tribulations. So going back again. Though the storm may overtake us. Though the waves will roar. And the clouds may be overcast. It's only doing what it can to stop us from seeing the light. But again, again, I want to tell you again. Just because you're in the storm. You don't have to stay there. Look, look, look how they got into the storm. They got into the storm because they didn't listen to Paul. They said, listen to Paul. Paul told me, if y'all just went in here, things would have been all right. But no, well, they had their own minds made up. I'm going to get on this boat. We're going to get on our mission, and we're going to go on. But now we're caught in the storm. Let me point out to somebody, sometimes you get into storms, and it's not your fault. But don't give up because you're in the storms. Paul was in the storm. It wasn't his fault. He told him what to do. It wasn't his fault. But yet he was in the storm. And since he was in a storm, he too had to depend on God to bring him out of the storm. Look closely at this text. Verse 23. For last night, mm, an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid. I'm here to encourage you right now that you're in the storm. Don't be afraid. Another way it says be of good courage. Another way to say is to embolden yourself. Another way it says brighten up your eyes. That, that you need to realize that though I may be in the storm, I know that greater is he that's with me than he that is in the world. That I should look up to the hills from which cometh my help and all my help. What? 
comes from the Lord. So I want to encourage you that though you may be in the storm, though it may be dark all around you, be of good courage, knowing that there's a God that's able to bring you through the storm. I, I see that when the angel speaks to Paul, he lets him know clearly that don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before see the Paul was not concerned necessarily about the ship and the boat, but he says, well, I complete my journey. Paul has found out that you will complete your journey. What I told you before you got on the boat is going to be confirmed while you're even on the boat. And even when you get off the boat, you still are going to make it there. So now Paul's at ease. And what's more, look right here. He said, what's more, God's letting everybody else on the boat mm. be saved. Oh, glory be to God. Because Paul was on the boat. Everybody else on the boat got saved. <laughs> because Paul was on the boat. Woo. And encourage you that just because you're in the storm does not mean it's for a bad reason. Oh, glory, oh, glory, oh, glory, cast this, cast this. Because Paul was on the boat in the storm, people's lives were benefited from Paul being on the boat. It could have been a tragedy that 266 lives could have been lost. I said 260, I'm sorry, 275. But I said 75 minus Paul, but now it's 276. But 275 could have been lost. But because Paul was on there, tell your neighbor, one can make a difference. Because Paul was on there, not one life was lost. How do you know because Paul was on there, not one life was lost? Well, left to their own devices, they started lowering down the tackle. They started lowering down waist. And Paul let them know, if they do this, nobody will make it. It's right there in the text. If they tried to save their lives, they would have lost it. But this one spoke up and let them know, if you do this, not one of them would make it. Tell your neighbor, one can make a difference. And so since Paul realized that we're in the storm, he realized, though we're in the storm, stop. Tell your neighbor, stop. Trying to do it all by yourself. They were in the storm. They tried to work their way out of the storm, but they couldn't do it by themselves. So Paul had to let them know, stop. Try to do it all by yourself. Just stay on the ship. Mm. Now, now, I, if you are like me, I'll be wondering too, like, okay, I'm supposed to stay on this ship. And you say that none of us are going to perish, but this boat is going to crash. Why do I want to stay on it? If I know it's going to crash, I might as well get off now. Woo. That's what I would have been thinking. I've been at the stern, ready to jump. <laughs> Tell me when. But Paul was at peace. Not even worried about it because he understood that God let him know that everyone's going to make it. Just stay on the ship. Even, even in that nighttime when everybody else was worried, weak because of no food, wondering how they're going to make it. God had an angel by his side to let him know, don't worry. <laughs> Be of good courage. You're going to go see Caesar. Everybody on the ship with you, ha, they're going to make it too. But the ship is going to crash. Look what happens here now. What they had security in was not secure. 
what they had security in was not secure. They thought the ship was going to save them, but the ship was going to crash. They thought they could dock the ship, but the ship is going to break. Let's look at this closely here. When they make it onto shore, some swam and some floated on pieces of the ship. A full ship did not save them, but a broken ship. I'm here to help somebody out there. You think that you're doing it all by yourself, but once you become broken. Woo-wee! Once you become broken, then God's able to use you <laughs> in the proper position because you think it's all about yourself. Look how perfect I am, how pristine I am. But once he can use you <laughs> in the way he desires to use you, they thought the boat was going to save them in the middle of the storm, but not till the boat became broken. They found out that these pieces are what's going to keep me safe. Mm. So how did I make it through? It's clearly right there in the text. That it wasn't the storm. It wasn't the boat. It wasn't their skills. It was God. How did I make it through? It wasn't because of my education. It wasn't because where I live. It's not because how much money I had in the bank. It was God. How did I make it through? It wasn't the surgeon. It wasn't the surgery. It wasn't the hospital. It was God. How did I make it through? It wasn't the ambulance. It was who died the ambulance. It was the one who came by my side. It was God. How did I make it through? It wasn't because I caught the railing. It wasn't because I was in the right place. It was because it was God. How did I make it through? Because Jesus died on the cross, and he bled and he died. How did I make it through? He went down in the grave, but he got up early that Sunday morning. See, at the right hand of the Father, how did I make it through? He's a perfect mediator. He's a perfect counselor. He has my name on my lips, on his lips. How did I make it through? He died for me. He died for you so that we could have life. How did I make it through? Because it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I? be? How'd I make it through? The enemy tried to get me. The enemy thought he had me, but Jesus died for me. How'd I make it through? It was the blood of Jesus that washed away my sins. How'd I make it through? It was the blood of Jesus. What can make me white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Who can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. If it had not been for the Lord, where would I be? I'm so glad today that I can testify that it was the Lord that brought me through. Anybody here can testify that it was the Lord that brought you through? Mama's gone. Daddy's gone. Brother, sister's gone, but it's the Lord that brings her through. The Bible says, even my mother and my father may forsake me, but the Lord will take me up. He's a father to the fathers, a mother to the mother. Oh, glory be to God. It's the Lord that's going to bring you through. It's not that bank account, not that job, not your house, but the Lord. 
Oh, glory be to God. Good day now, children. May the Lord bless you real good. But on your way home, you ought to testify that I made it. That I made it because it was the Lord that brought me through. There's some times, though. There's some times I don't know how I'm going to make it. But I remind myself that he's still Lord. He's still God. He's still sovereign. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that I can make it. And then when I start feeling real good, I say I'm more than a conqueror. Oh, yeah. Then I start adding on some more stuff. I can do all things through he who strengthens me. I start adding on some more stuff. No weapon phone against me. So prosper. But wait, I don't stop there. I start crying out and saying he can supply all my needs. I don't stop there. I say the Lord is my shepherd. I don't stop there. I say he's the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. I don't stop there. I just stop and say he's my all and 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 my all. And then when I stop, I just start saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> and the reason why, the reason why is because he brought us through. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that he can bring you through? Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Lord, we come right now, oh God, grateful, grateful for you bringing us through. And Lord, we are grateful that even though we might be still in a storm, we know that you can bring us through. We know that you are able. We know that you are mighty. Minister to us, oh God. Encourage us, oh God. Strengthen us, oh God. And sow us, oh God, that we can make it through. By your grace, by your power, by your strength, because you are all in all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. May we stand in hallelujah. We extend the hand of discipleship.